0: But tell me, just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. We want to be free to ride. We want to be free to ride our machines without being hassled by the man. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a
1: good time. what we're gonna do we're gonna have a good time we're gonna have a party
0: welcome to another shit show on the biker's lifestyle podcast with your host dirty and tank (laughs) yeah right yeah here we are all right we're really good at this we are oh yeah that's why we have shirts that say welcome to the shit show
2: I mean, it's it's my every time that I film I have technical difficulties. So
0: have have you watched any of our podcasts, Meg?
2: Uh after you reached out to me, I did go back and, and look at a few of them.
0: And yet Sorry. you're still here. Wow. <laughs> well,
2: like I said, no judgment. I'm I mean, my you saw my first YouTube video. It was terrible. Like I shot it in the wrong direction, like so it's a learning curve
0: for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We've been on the same learning curve. I mean, our first episode that we shot, we've n- nobody's ever seen except he and I. Okay. And, and you want to explain dirty why that is?
1: Well, here's the thing. I don't remember the first six podcasts that we did cause I got so fucking drunk. Like they're, they're new to me too. Let's put it that way. when I watched them, I was like, wow, I, I don't, I don't remember any of it, but you know, we like to have fun. I mean, this whole thing was supposed to be just a loose conversation and just having a laugh because we don't take ourselves seriously, you know. Well,
2: that's better. It's better not to take yourself too serious.
1: So
0: uh, everybody just like you bring up to date. We're sitting here with uh, with Megan from uh, Meg's Motorcycle Journey, and she's an in- Instagram and YouTube star, I would say. Well, hell, a lot or, more followers than we do. I don't know
2: about that. That's a little much, but okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> getting there, getting there. But she's uh, graciously agreed to come on the Biker's Lifestyle podcast with us. And uh, she actually watched a few of our episodes and still did now. So, you know, I don't know about your judgment at this point in time, Maggie, but that's all right. It's okay. That's okay.
2: Well, when you reached out to me, I was like, I want to know a little bit, you know.
0: And, and what, what, what do you know?
2: <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to sort of check out what you guys do and your style and who you guys are and. Like you said, I'm still here. So I don't know what that says about my judgment, but you know.
1: Hey, I mean, we're just having a good time.
2: So I got a question for
1: you. Sure. Okay. So you're a professional, you're a lawyer for a living. Yes. And you recently got into motorcycles last year. Like, like again, like you started out, you were uh, into dirt bikes. Like most people that have ever ridden you start out on the dirt because dirt is softer than pavement and uh, you know. So I got to ask, how is, how has your life changed? Like, does, uh, riding a motorcycle, like, uh, has it like infected the rest of your life or is it just sort of like just another hobby?
2: Um, I think a little bit of both. I, I certainly have tried because my kids are getting older to carve out more time for myself and Mm -hmm. do more things that make me happy and make me feel like me. Um, I feel like I lost a lot of that raising small kids, like the things that I getting to do things that I love because you know, I was a competitive gymnast, I did aerial skiing, I did a lot of thrill seeking, I did competitive cheerleading and co ed. So, you know, I had four guys throwing me 30 feet in the air. I was gonna say you were the
0: one they tossed way up in the air, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah. I <laughs> I anything that feels like flying pretty much, I like doing. Um, right. And I, and I felt like I didn't really get to have that part of my life when my kids were smaller, just because, you know, I was having babies and nursing babies and raising babies. And when you have to constantly have your eyes on somebody so that they're not committing suicide unintentionally 24 hours a day, it's (laughs) tough to explore your own passions and hobbies. So I feel like, um, And I grew up in the country, so like we did ride dirt bikes and four-wheelers and ATVs and I had that part of me. So I'm not sure that the real, my real personality fits in with the lawyer crowd all that much because it doesn't feel like home to me. Home to me feels like the people I grew up with that, you know, are from the country and do those kind of things. So I guess to answer your question... yes, it's been another hobby, but it's been something that I uh, love doing. It helps de-stress me. It's one of the few things that I'm not thinking about my 24 active clients and having to go to court tomorrow. And did I fill out somebody's field trip permission slip? Like when I'm on the bike, I'm only, I'm in the moment. And so that's awesome for me, but it also feels like I've gotten to return to a little bit of some of the parts of me that I love that I didn't get to be as often, I'll say.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, for me, myself, I mean, motorcycling, like biking or whatever, you know, riding, it 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 brings you back to center, you know. I mean, life can be fucking hectic. I mean, i got to tell you, you're a professional. I mean, you're doing big things I mean I'm a fucking welder and tanks and exotic dancers you know what
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know I I actually encourage people all the time to go into trades um you know I have a tremendous student loan debt burden and even though school has always been easy for me and I do really well with it um uh I don't suggest that most people take on these kind of loans when you can learn a trade and be really great at it. And probably, oh, make yeah. the, probably make the same amount of money because you're not paying essentially Negative. a mortgage <laughs> in student loans. Honestly. Yeah. Well, so, I mean,
1: I, I tell people this to do what they're passionate with, you know, I mean, if, if you want to get into law or, or you want to be a doctor or you want to be, you know, a businessman or, you know, nope,
2: don't do it. Well,
1: <laughs> Don't do it there's there's soft people out there that can't you know burn steel for a living or work on cars or i mean they're just it is what it is i mean everybody just find your niche and run different
2: with it for different folks for sure
1: exactly find your niche and run with it and i just want like, to go on he's...
0: record i haven't been a male stripper that long no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're really good at it you're yeah oh yeah oh fan. yeah
0: that's right that's right no uh, judgment
2: but, there either I've but uh, but work. i was
0: a professional chef and then uh in the, i was a corporate trainer for for a little while too Okay. <laughs> now now I'm kind of retired. You know, I'm down in Florida. Well, Wisconsin and Florida split my time and you know I dabble. I'm sure you know. The
2: Florida time is a little bit nicer for riding
0: that bike. Uh yeah, yeah. Well, I've got a bike up north and a bike down south, but uh pretty soon I'll be riding the ride my bike down south up north. So I'll
1: have two for the season. So that's kind of yeah, nice. so you're nice. you're heading to uh Daytona this week, aren't you, Meg?
2: We are. We're trailering there, actually. Well, some of our friends are taking the auto train, but um, cameraman and I are trailering in our company trailer. Nice.
0: Well, I mean, it sounds from you know you're a biker fashionista. I think would you say that? Yeah,
2: I, that's fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you, you you I don't think all the clothes you wanted to wear would have fit in that little saddlebag you got.
2: So that's an issue for sure, and also we had like t-shirts and stuff made so we wanted to be able to have space for that. But like, I'm considering Myrtle beach bike week on the bike. So I bought or Viking bags has been working with me and they're going to send me a sissy bar bag. So we'll see, but I'm going to try to ride, I think to ride to Myrtle beach bike week. Um, I mean, right now florida is another thing we still have snow in some places here in maryland so um riding for an entire day through that you know is not yeah. undoable but it's is, <laughs> is kind of miserable and not really probably the way i want to start this trip but myrtles is more doable because it's in may and so it'll be warmer no snow and um it's like a, a seven-hour ride from seven or eight-hour ride to Myrtle, so I'm probably gonna try to ride there. We'll see how my sissy bar bag does. Right so now,
0: uh, now you've been. I know in your episodes you talk about how you wanna be, you wanna be a year-round biker. How's that been working out this year so far for you?
2: So last year was a milder winter, and so I never went more than ten days without riding last year. When I say milder, I don't mean. We definitely had warmer spots, but just less snow, less snow and ice. So I never, the longest I went last year without riding was 10 days. This year, I don't think it's been much more except for the three weeks that my bike was in the shop. And it just happened to be that those were the snowiest three weeks, but I picked up my bike last Thursday. I rode Thursday, I rode Friday, and I rode today. <clears throat> and I definitely did ride throughout. Uh, December and January this year even like in the 30s Um, as long as there wasn't ice and snow but we definitely had a, a patch for about three weeks that was almost straight ice and snow
0: well I mean you if you're riding in that type of weather you're you're already up on uh, probably about 80 percent of the bikers out there wouldn't you say brother
1: yeah I mean there's a lot of uh guys out there that act more hardcore than they are I mean I don't know how many people in wisconsin here put their bikes away in september and don't break them out until may so
2: i mean yeah. we we have a lot of that too now don't think i'm too tough i got heated gear i have heated gloves i have a heated vest um makes a huge difference oh yeah although i have only worn oh. my full face three times this year i really hate it and i know i'm gonna get flack for that but i really don't like wearing it so I will wear, today I wore the half. I wore the half last Thursday and Friday. Last Thursday was nicer, probably close to 50. Friday was 40s. Today was 40s. But today was like freezing, pelting rain. That was kind of misery in a half helmet. <laughs> that was my my stupidity there.
1: Oh, <laughs> shit happens.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, if you're going to wait for the weather to be good to ride your motorcycle. You're
2: never going to ride it anyway. So oh, that's, that's true uh,
1: california it always seems to be nice in california
2: it is pretty freaking
1: nice down here all the time too
2: yeah i i've I've heard that florida is is not a bad deal but i can't i can't get barred anywhere else i'm not taking the bar exam ever again
0: (laughs) (laughs) so now watching a few of your episodes you uh looks like jerry paladino there motor man uh he's been using you as an example If if you google like uh Little lady handles big bike like it brings up you.
2: Wow, I didn't know that. I haven't Googled it. Yeah, Jerry was really nice. He commented on one of my videos um fairly early on, and we started emailing back and forth. And he asked if I'd be interested in coming down to get trained. And I was like, Yeah, sure. That'd be awesome. So um Yeah, it was really fun. And I feel like I learned a lot. And it definitely gave me perspective about the size of a bike and what I can handle. Because I mean, my lowrider S is significantly bigger than my sportster. Um, I've rode my cameraman has a uh, breakout that I've rode. I've my friend, Doug, he's been in a couple of my videos, he has um, a black line that I've just, like, taking around the parking lot. But I was very nervous to try, like, bigger bikes. So Jerry was like, you can't hurt this bike. It's got crash bars. Drop it. I don't care. Do what you want with it. So that was awesome.
1: So the Breakout's a soft tail pretty much, right?
2: It is. It's got the fat back wheel. It's definitely heavier than my bike it's also really stretched out for me so mike's like 5'11 so for him it's like really comfortable he hates my mid controls (laughs) but if i try to ride the breakout i've got to scoot like i'm basically sitting on the tank um to reach his controls
1: you know i catch a lot of shit for this but i tell i tell women because sometimes women will ask you know hey you know what kind of bike should i get i always push them towards the soft tail you are not going to fucking let that go, are you?
2: No. Now, my bike, is a soft, <laughs> my bike is a soft tail, and I like it better. I mean, they, you know, I guess it used to, they modeled it, I guess, off the Dinosaur, sort of, but it's Stop soft. shaking
0: your head, brother. You, he, there's a, I'm something just else. Your good bikes yeah, so yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Hold hello. on, man. Hold I, on, man. No, 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 no. Hold on one sec here. <laughs> All right. Back in one of our episodes, Meg, he, he made this reference that a soft tail is a chick's bike. And he said it, and he was talking so earnestly. And then, like, in the middle of the episode, he remembered that my Harley is a soft tail. And so it, like, dawned on him. And then he was like, oh, my God. No, no. I mean, Tate writes a soft tail. And he, like, backtracked. And, and it's been this bad joke ever since. And so now the asshole decides he's going to bring it up in the middle of talking to you. So that's why he's laughing like he is. So go ahead. Then. I
2: mean, first of all, definitely not, definitely not chick bikes. Definitely Thank not. Thank you. Thank you. All of- <laughs> Every, every guy I ride with rides a soft tail except one. Um, so uh, of the like five guys I ride with, every single one except one of them rides a soft tail. Well, and soft they're, tail. they're yeah. definitely tough guys. So I don't think yeah. it's a chick bike. But I do think, I mean, they ride different soft tails. I do think that <clears throat> I actually have an easier time on my low rider S that's a soft tail than I did on my Sportster um <clears throat> the Sportster not um parking and taxiing definitely the sportster was a good 200 pounds lighter so taxiing it and having to park it in tough situations is easier um but riding itself like the center of gravity on the sportster is a lot higher which is fine i balance really well being a gymnast i've had that my whole life but I just think it's more comfortable, the little rider S, and you know, I would be riding with the guys on the Sportster. I would be full throttle, like 55, like, <laughs> so, like. Right on. I don't think it helps you get around traffic either. If you're in a dangerous situation behind a truck with loose items, it's really hard on the Sportster to to like. You can drop into fourth and try, but <laughs> <when> it's not. <laughs> it's just, it's not great. So yeah, I've a lot one. of women who are afraid of getting a soft tail because they think that it's too big of a bike that I think that they would have an easier time in many circumstances. I
0: mean, throttle's throttle, right? I mean, it doesn't matter what size the motor is, the throttle is. So if it's got a big, huge, thr- you know, fast bike, I mean, just don't give it as much throttle, just get used to it. So it's...
2: I, I would agree.
0: You know, I mean, and the, the soft tail S is like just a little shy of 700 pounds, I think.
2: Yeah, so it we, is. It's I not mean, a it's,
0: large bike, but it's also not a small bike.
2: Correct, but I find it easier to ride. Like I said, easy, not easier to taxi, but easier to ride.
1: Well, my whole point being is that the soft tail has a, uh, a lower seat height than, say, the Sportster because you sit almost on top of a Sportster where you sit in the soft. Tail.
2: <laughs> so yeah. yes, but all of the softtails are wider. So if you have short legs, it's even though it's a lower bike, it's still harder. Like I can barely, I'm on tippy toes on the breakout and I'm also not as bad on the black line, but close my bike. I can flat foot. And if I'm in a boot, that's got a significant heel. Now the sportster, I had the Harley low seat on. And so I could flat foot actually better. It was, and because the seat was so narrow, I could my feet were on the ground slightly better. Now I haven't gotten a low seat for this. I think if I did, it would make a significant difference. Um, but that's the one thing they are lower, but if, I mean, I have decently long legs for being five two. Um, I still have a real hard time because of how wide they are with flat footing.
1: There's always a soft tail slim. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I don't like that. It's forward controls, and I can't reach them. Again, I have to sit on the tank. No, so if
1: you watched Fred's... your episode, you would have known that, brothers. Hey, man, I'm six three, dude. I, <laughs> I don't I don't it's know. what I don't know what sports that... people are doing. These it's days not a concern,
2: I'm sure. Although it is funny when really tall guys would ride on the sports And their knees are like this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you should have seen them on a Suzuki.
2: I'm sure. I'm sure on a sport bike, they were like probably in your face.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well you get used to it.
0: I was I was forced to uh to get my motorcycle endorsement um <laughs> yeah by the Rock County Sheriff's and so I had to go through the Rider's Edge class and at that mm-hmm. point in time at that point in time they used the the Buells the Buell Blasts and uh okay. you know I'm six two you know like 400 pounds I'm you know football player size and you know, I look like a friggin' monkey, i you know, a bear on top of a tiny little mini bike on that thing. Let me tell you. Yeah. So, sucking- I, I
2: always, I always enjoy, there's like a funny compilation. I think it's on YouTube or somewhere of like big guys on little bikes. It's just funny. It's just funny to watch.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see why that would be. So now, uh, now Meg, do you, do you do your own maintenance on your bike or?
2: I'm trying to learn. <laughs> the guys are trying to teach me. I'm um, I, so I, I'm I going the,
0: somewhere with this, by the
2: way. I okay. had the oil changed by Harley for the thousand mile. And then I had a shop that worked on it, change it again for five. But probably after Daytona, I should change it again. And I've got um, a couple companies that like sent me some oil filter stuff, but I watched I watched my friend Doug do his, so I'm going to try. I mean, I you probably saw the hilarious installation of my sissy bar. And if you tune in on. I, Thursday,
0: I, I watched for about 60 seconds of you trying to figure out the ratchet wrench. And I just like wanted to climb through the computer screen.
2: Oh, they were laughing. And they I'm like, you laughing.
0: know, you don't have to turn it all the way around. It's a ratchet. You can, you know, match.
2: So they were laughing at me, like they they all knew that I looked ridiculous, but they thought that it was hilarious. So they allowed me to. Continue. I agree. <laughs> it makes for
1: good content. Um, it makes for good content.
2: So I have um a slip on installation video that I'm going to put on YouTube on Thursday, and it is equally as hilarious.
1: What slip so, did you go with?
2: Um, so Chromeworks actually right. asked me to, if I'd be interested in doing like a product review. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the price is right. <laughs> so, hey. um, so I said I would do that see how that works. And then I want to do a full stage one and get a fuel tuner. I was, waiting until my warranty is over. And I know what people say about the warranty, but I have had good luck, which my guy friends say is more that I'm me and less that the Harley warranty is worth anything. But, um, you know, I have had, I had issues with the Sportster and they picked it up, fixed it, no questions asked. So I'm like, I might as well, I'm a lawyer. I know about contracts. I might as well. (laughs) Like this slip ons not gonna work void the warranty so i might as well wait the two years and then do the full stage one so for right now we'll do the Works slip-ons and see how that works out for me right but right. the installation video is probably equally hilarious
1: <laughs> well you know every, everybody's got to start from somewhere
2: i mean i'm okay with making fun of myself or i wouldn't put it out there so
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This, this whole podcast that we do is just basically us acting like assholes on the internet. So, I mean, you know, it yeah, we're like we this in real
0: life it.
2: too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, long of the shorter it is, I mean, you know, we're just excited to see people like yourself getting out there because most people, you know, and I hate to, I hate to say this, but most people think of biker chicks as like the uh, heavier set, older brash women. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with those people. But at the same time, it's, you know, somebody like yourself who obviously takes care of herself and you're a professional and you're a mom and a wife and everything. Former so, cheerleader. So, huh? Former yeah.
2: cheerleader. Yeah, that, but,
1: well, You know, gymnast or well, whatever, <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. We we'll gloss over that. But, you know, I mean, it's just kind of cool that, you know, not everybody has to, you know, eat chicken wings and guzzle beer. Like, you know, anybody can do this.
2: I'll eat me, I'll eat me some chicken wings. Um, but beer. I'm not. I'm not a big beer fan. I'd rather have liquor. But you know, I get it. And actually, the woman that taught my class, the 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 woman that taught my class at Harley when I got my license, my motorcycle license, was more that type of woman and woman. And she made repeated comments that motorcycles aren't for everybody. And then when we went into like get on the bikes to do the you know skills portion she made like four guys spot me even though I could probably squat at least one of those guys like his body weight um but she was like you know went over the top and I was irritated but I feel like it just drove me to to be better and then I got the highest score on the test me, I tied with another guy. He's like been like doing motocross racing and stuff. <laughs> so uh, at the end, so I was like, motorcycles aren't meant for ever, anyone, everyone, are they? And she just yeah. kind of gave me a look. But yeah.
1: Well, I mean, that's just it. You know, it's everybody gets caught up in stereotypes, and you know, Harley people are no different. You know, everybody thinks that Harley guys are. Just drunks that ride to and from bars. And it's like, no, I mean, we're drunks. We just ride, we also ride from state to state, you know. I mean, we,
2: we also tour sometimes.
1: Yeah. yeah, come on. Yeah. It's not just bar to bar. I mean, there's other bars in other states, you know. <laughs>
2: there you go. What's well, your favorite liquor? uh Tequila. I, I'm a margarita oh. for sure.
1: Well, sure. So, what's your favorite tequila?
2: I'm honestly not picky. Like, I will drink real 90% of the time. Nice.
1: My wife's a big fan of Tito's. That's why I ask.
2: So my best friend is, too. You don't want to know why. She was in the episode. She rode with me on that one, like, my best friend's first time on her motorcycle. So Lauren, we've been best friends since middle school. She is gluten-free, and I make fun of her all the time about it. And Tito's is gluten free.
1: <laughs> well, that's how. Well, see, me and the wife did the keto diet last year, so we started doing the whole. You know, I was I went straight to whiskeys because that's right. who I am as a person. You know, and she started doing the vodka, and then she started doing tequilas, and you know, yeah. So cl- she had the clear liquors, and I had the brown liquors. So that's yeah. I was kind of curious on it's clear liquor yeah i mean it's it's you know healthier for you that's what right I
2: of course yeah. Yeah.
1: beer's got carbs nobody wants those
2: <laughs> exactly yeah, I you, you guys are talking good. about
0: drinking booze i got nothing i've been cleaning sober since april 3rd 2019
2: so oh congratulations that's well, great I, cool. I was too good at it <laughs> i ha- yeah i have um a best friend He's. I grew up, he grew up with all of us too, committed to the sober lifestyle, very involved. And, um, for him, he needed that. And I'm so glad that he did because I love him and I wouldn't have wanted the alternative. So, um, congratulations and all the more power to you and you know, everybody's different. So,
0: oh yeah. So you, uh, you like my style and hat that I have here?
2: It's fabulous.
0: It, it was made by a guy named Tiller. He's laughing because he knows I'm segueing into it. Tiller, yeah. uh, a friend of ours tiller lives in arizona now but he's a club member from a club in the madison area and he does tiller's toppers He always have top hats and stuff really cool stuff all handmade so we're doing a, a hat giveaway oh nice so he's got he's got one this one he made for me he stretched to fit my head
2: but very nice so. i'm a i'm a big hat person i usually don't do those kind of hats i mostly do baseball hats but um I'll I'll go out there sometimes, like when I go to the beach. I'll wear like you know one of those big, wide-brimmed hats.
0: Now, uh, do you you ever get out to Wisconsin with?
2: I have never been to Wisconsin. I had a good friend from law school from there, and we talked cheese. But that's about as close as I have got
0: up here. We do know cheese in Wisconsin. That's for sure.
2: Like I would take a bath in cheese. That's how much I like it.
0: Well, I mean, we uh, you know we do a lot of charitable work. Our club does in, in uh, the area that we're in. Uh, we've got four big events that we do every year. One for the vets, and the rest for uh, you know like fallen brothers, and for families that need sure. and uh, the battered woman shelter, the uh, the uh, what is it, the uh, domestic family survivor abuse center.
1: It's it's the uh, domestic violence survivor center. That's it. That's it.
2: Okay, all That's great it. causes and cameraman's a navy vet so um we try to do a lot of vet stuff too with our car wash business
0: yeah we Um, do a a ride for the homeless
1: to help the homeless vets
2: oh very cool very cool yeah but i mean
1: uh, a car wash business it's like yeah yeah
2: so we um cameraman and another friend of mine the three of us own it they actually ran a really big concept for about 10 years that had three different locations it was a very um high volume uh sort of luxury car wash and oh, um that was a like a conveyor tunnel so we're looking to do that as well we're looking for property we had some property that we were zeroed in on and then covid happened and i didn't feel great about the contract that we had in place for that so i told them i thought we should wait so right now we do mobile detailing we have like three mobile detail units and we do consulting um, because Mike was in the industry for a decade and um, <clears throat> knows it really well so I will do consulting on the like risk management HR employee handbook and, and he will do consulting on the operations um, you know training and management of everything from chemicals to you um, Office to front of the uh, car wash type of stuff. So, no, so what, what's the name of that car wash? It's that car wash, which I thought was a really stupid name. And Mike thought it was really funny because people would be like, What car wash? And be like, That car wash. So, we did a survey monkey and we asked like 300 people, and like 67% of them voted for that. And then I still was not willing to have it as the name. And then we Asked my friend Linda, who's a trademark and patent attorney, and she was like, Megan, of all the names, that's the only one that I can trademark and patent. And I was like, dang it. Anyway, <laughs> I I appreciate it at this point. We've had the car wash has been going for about two years. So I love it now. But initially, I was like, we are not naming it that Mike. But of course, he won and I lost.
1: <laughs> yeah, what them all. No, true you, you cannot
2: win them all true
1: well uh, i suppose we should probably let you get uh get to do um, yeah it
2: i i have to do bills tonight so i'll probably be up half the night but then i got only one one more sleep till i leave for daytona so
1: yeah well <laughs> well
0: it's been a pleasure having you on meg uh, thank
2: you very much i appreciate it yeah
0: Yeah, we'd love to, you know, have you on again, check back in again, and see how things were going.
2: That would be awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: Now we're gonna we'll end this video here, but don't uh, don't click off right away. We usually uh, do a little post wrap once I stop the recording. So
2: all right, sounds good.
0: A little insider information there, but uh, I don't know if you've ever made it to the end of one of our shows. Most people haven't, anyway. But we've nobody makes
2: it to the end of my videos either. Very very like. I I, mean, I have some that are 30 I have like a some with a 33 percent retention rate, but not great.
1: Yeah.
2: So don't feel I don't even
1: know how to check that.
2: It's just <laughs> it's
0: under the, the the stats.
2: YouTube Studio.
0: Studio, that's it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've looked it's at those word as word. well. Okay. <laughs> well, once again, thank you very much for coming <laughs> on. It's it's always to get a different perspective from uh, a cool chick in the motorcycle world. Well, and, you. Uh, you know, we're just a couple greasy bikers from Jamesville, Wisconsin. And once again, want to wish you the best. Hope we can check back in. Maybe we can get you back on the show here pretty soon.
2: Definitely. Hope things go well at Bike Week.
0: Me. What's that? Thank you.
2: I said I appreciate you having me.
0: And uh just remember, everybody, the most dangerous part in your motorcycle
2: is the nut that connects the seat to the handlebars. Peace. <laughs>